Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to another adventure here on These Are the Voyages. I'm the captain, Captain Chase McKinney, and joining me as always on this here romp around the cosmos, my dear friends, Lieutenant Commander Eric and Lieutenant Commander David. How are you fellas doing? Uh, I'm doing really great. Good to be here tonight for the second annual TRTV Awards. That's right. I know it was like, it feels like a long time ago, but it was just a year and a half. It was in 2021, so we can call it the second annual. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> That's an excellent justification right there, by the way. So, well, well, you know, before we get into uh, the categories, we're not going to necessarily, you know, do the old ramble like we normally do, but... Um, you know, Eric, you know, we did this, like you said, in, in uh, early 2021, and then things just went, I don't know, nuts or whatever. And um, here we, we've been, you know, having, what, 52 weeks of nonstop Star Trek that all three of us have, um, you know, have been doing um, over and over. So um, anyway, um, what do you all think about about coming here and talking about um, the, I guess, the best or what we consider to be, you know, the best of, of Star Trek in 2022. Well, in a little bit of 2021. I mean, this was a big year for Star Trek. Uh, think of it like, uh, like this is a TV show, right? We did it the first time. It was like Oscar season, right? Calendar year. Think of this as like a TV year, right? September right. to like August. That's right. Uh, big year for star trek probably the biggest year star trek has had since what 1999 at least you had uh, the final season of um deep space nine and then season five i believe of voyager airing at that same time yep. two two great seasons of television but man this is a big big year for star trek a lot of a lot of content out there very much so yeah yeah how about you Dave? how about you david what was the question? <laughs> it, it, hey, it's not an episode if if uh, if I don't have some sort of technical difficulties, and boy, oh boy, have I! <laughs> Glad you could make it. Looking really dapper in that uh, that uniform, by the way. Thanks. It was part of my problem today. <laughs> love it, love it. Back zippers. Who would have thought? Not so handy. <laughs> No, we were just, um, I was just asking, you know, like, what do you think about, you know, making a point of talking about the, um, what we, I guess what we, um, might call like the best of Trek, you know, like with these different categories that we're going to be, you know, going through here pretty soon. Well, it, you know, I, I wasn't a part of the first one and I do think that it's, it's really cool to have enough content kind of echoing Eric there to have enough content this year to really, to do that because it's been so packed with um with shows and you know on the side we've had our our book readings and everything and you know the 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 newness of trek really hasn't been any bigger than it is now and it's um it's a lot of fun to see and i'm really looking forward to uh to seeing some of the winners here today as am i as am i my dude well um and, and I know, Chase, you said yeah. the best, and, and most of it is the best, but let's be honest. There were some 
really good moments in this past year. Um, some really high highs. But, you know, there are also some moments that, you know, we got to point out. Maybe they missed the mark a little. Yeah, I mean, that's what I mean by, like, the best. It's the best of the best and the best of the bad, too. You know what well, I'm saying? All right, all right. Just so we're, <laughs> we're clear. <laughs> we're going to highlight some of the not-so-awesome so moments, too. That's very true. That is very, very true. So, well, um, well, fellas, uh, we have 14 categories that we're going to be going through uh, today. 14 categories. And, um, oh, my gosh. Like, wow. That's that's a lot of stuff to go through. So, um, I know that, you know, we, we put stuff out on, on our socials for people to vote on. And people turned up, turned out. And they they cast their vote, and um, you know among these you know we not to name them all because we're going to get to all of them of course but you know you know we'll we'll have stuff like you know best premiere and um, you know best newcomer sort of thing as well as um, worst episode. Um, we also have stuff like the best fist pump moment where you're like yeah that's what I'm talking about type of thing you know where you just can't help but like get up out your your armchair and just go nuts and like just be a kid all over again type of thing. And um, there's one in particular where um, it's going to be towards the end um, called the, the Great Bird of the Galaxy, where we, we really talk about and we really award um, a particular episode or a particular story or something that seems to embody, you know, Gene Ronberry's vision of this utopian future, right? Where man come together, there's like the, the formula, the pieces of like... Um, um, like science and understanding and just, you know, compromise, like working together, like the ideals that we've come to know and love in Star Trek. So um, I'm really excited. Um, I mean, I know, obviously I know who, who won all the things because I produced the whole video package stuff, but um, it'll, it'll be fun, you know, for, for all of us to experience. And then of course the, um, the people that, you know, end up watching this as well and, and interacting as well. So um, yeah. It's important to know we came up with the nominees, but all the listeners picked the winners. That is a hundred percent true, right? So if you disagree with the winner, that's on that's you. Your own fault. That's your own fault. <laughs> 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 Order next time. <laughs> yeah. Oh Lord, have mercy. Lord have mercy. Well, we know we we might stop along the way and, and do like some trivia or or something or another to kind of like break things up. But um, I think to we should probably just go ahead and, and kick this sucker off as far as I'm concerned and um, and get it going. So, you know, with um, with this this first category, we're talking about best premiere. And uh, we're talking about, um, you know, like, of course, like the first episode of each of the seasons that came out um, in this last year, starting with, of course, Lower Decks. Um, culminating in uh, Strange New Worlds. So, uh, you know, there's, you know, like all these things, like it can be very subjective. Like what does make something like a great premiere? Is it the story? Is it the characters? Is it the cinematography? Is it the music? Like, what is it? And um, and that's why we leave it up to y'all because we, we jibber jabber about these episodes too much. So I guess without any further ado, let's... Uh, Let's get into best premiere. 
Clean your public spaces, people. It's not that hard. Who knows what you'll find under all this soot. The test is rigged. Clean machine. Yeah, good episode of television. Uh, I, I think I think maybe people latched on to the premiere part of it. Like it does a fantastic job of introducing us to the sh to that particular show, brand new show, series premiere, kicks off with a with a really really big bang to that show, really set the tone, and I, I think that's probably what people latched on to. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Great show, great start great winner yeah i remember you know when we were first talking about it like um and you know we were doing our recap um just how you know excited we were and um i, I know that um there were some conversations that we had um like about like even when we got to ratings it's like all right let's pump the brakes you know like let's not just like give it a 10 or a whatever you know just because we liked it you know and we didn't like some other stuff um, you know, we got we got to be objective people, and uh, look, these these were all like some pretty pretty good um, you know competitors, some pretty good nominees as far as I'm concerned. And um, at the same time, I'm really not surprised that Strange New Worlds ended up winning Best Premiere at all. No, that's not a surprise. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, well. I guess that uh I guess that I guess we should keep on moving or something. I don't know. All right, moving along. Our next award is, is a fun category that I came up with a while ago, and it's called the biggest WTF moment. Like, what were the writers and the producers thinking? Like, just something that makes you scratch your head. Like, what? What? I like what? Was this like was it three AM and you're like working on a rough draft and you just got to turn something in and you turned in this and you're like I don't care what it is just just put it down it's a rough draft like let's get it in and then it got somebody got a hold of it and went with it but just there's just some moments that just make you scratch your head and go WTF
And the winner, winner question mark, is <laughs> ah wild Mugatos in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what a moment to make you just scratch your head. That's one reaction. Um, scratch your head. Another is. What? Really, uh, what were they thinking, man? What were they thinking? Like, go back and listen to our recap of that. You'll see that I, I was pretty, used some pretty strong language mm. um, to describe mm -hmm. that moment. Embarrassed might be the word I used might to be. describe that moment. Um, I have a feeling that moment is going to win another award. Like, that moment is going to win Lower Decks another award coming up later. Oh, you think so, huh? <laughs> I I have a suspicion. I, I I don't know what the winners are, but I was pretty confident. That's not a surprise that this is the winner, and I think it's going to have an effect later on. If I never have to see that clip again, I'll be pretty happy about that. <laughs> that was like several back-to-backs of that clip, so we could just never see that. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, alrighty then. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Moving right <laughs> along. <laughs> oh my goodness, we are getting into yet another category: most underused character. Indeed. I'm just waiting for you to roll it. You know, it would have been my pick because personally, I, I really like Rios and I just thought that he was underutilized in Picard. Mm -hmm. But if I were a betting man, which I am not because I hate losing money, <laughs> <laughs> I personally would have picked Gray. I mean, very underutilized character. We talked about that during the season, but 
Uh, yeah, Chris Rios there. And how sad is it, honestly, that Strange New Worlds, we had to go to Una? But I thought she was, uh, was pretty good. I mean, I think, I think we talked about that. I think we talked about like, I, I, Una. I wanted more from Una, right? I, I really feel like they could have yeah. done a lot more with her character. I agree. I agree. But, like, I, I know that, like, Chase and I were talking, and he was, uh, I, I Chase thinks Rios is probably the correct answer for this. I, I, I think Elnor was probably would have been my choice. You know, so we're all we're all over the map on this one. We are, we are, and you know what's what's interesting is you know in preparing for this award show, um, I was looking at the first one, and wouldn't you know that there are two folks on the first award show that made a repeat visit to this exact same category without us even knowing it, perhaps. And that is Grey and Elnor. They were both in the underused character category the first time. Which to me, that's just very telling. Like, you know, that they, that their characters are just there. Like they're like from once, like one season to the next, like whatever those respective seasons are, like they're they're still being underutilized one to the to the other. Mm-hmm. And and I would argue that they're used less these seasons, these current seasons, than they were in the previous seasons. Yeah, yeah. Elnor was especially taken out with Elnor, early. especially with Elnor. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. There was no no need to utilize him at all. He was gone. <laughs> Well, that, and then he showed up in those weird, random hallucination scenes. And there was, like, one random flashback that was like, does that need to be in this episode? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, man, I don't even know what's, what the deal was. But, like, like for me, like, with Rios, right, like, he was the freaking captain of the Stargazer. And then we just, like, do him dirty. Like, well, to be fair though, Chase, we also did read a book about him too, so yeah. we had that reinforcement. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, we're all over the place, but my guy ended up winning. So good job, everyone that voted. Thank you for uh, for that. Appreciate it. <laughs> because if Chase wins, we all win. <laughs> totally. Totally. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into our next category with um, best newcomer, right? So, um, you know, we we uh, later on the show spoilers, but we are going to have a legacy character moment uh, where we look at like you know the veterans that have returned uh, to the screen, like the ones that we've we've known for a while. But you know, with the newcomer, we're we're looking at those that just they're brand new. They're they're you know rookies or whatever when it comes to the star trek uh universe as as we've known them or or for the most part so uh we're gonna be looking at four nominees from the best newcomer category so here we go
nominees for Best Newcomer are Lynn, President Relic, Juan Indian Singh, and Dow. And the winner, the best newcomer is Dow. That makes go. me happy. That makes me happy. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. That's a good choice. He Dow. The character growth that he went through from episode one to episode ten was pretty remarkable in in such a short period of time. More character growth than we've seen out of some other characters in four seasons. Hundred percent, it's true. You know, we're really President Rillick. We were pretty high on in the very beginning of Discovery. Cooled a little bit towards the end, but but a pretty good premiere for a character. But I yeah. think Dal's, Dal's the right choice there for sure. A lot Agreed. of growth. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I... Dal went from this, like, I don't know, irreverent... I mean, he was still pretty irreverent by the time the, the season ended, but um, like, like y'all were saying, like, just there's this amazing growth where he, like makes himself be the leader to him being accepted as the leader which i think is is pretty darn cool yeah yeah great character um i'm really excited to see where where they go with him i'm excited to see where they go with some of the other characters on that list as well and i think that's that's the fun of of the new character for sure where where are we going what can we do with you <laughs> right, let's just don't overuse you like we used a certain character on a show that I love called Voyager. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was thinking of that, and I was also thinking of a certain Trill host in another show that I really enjoy. <laughs> yes, yes, that's true. Nerd code. Love it. Love it. All right. Nerd code. Woo! Yeah. You know, hey, look, if we stop to pause for a moment, we're, you know, four awards in and we've got four different shows winning an award so far. That's right. Spreading, spreading the love around. There's no like no Titanic at the at its year's Oscars that just won everything. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So um, uh, I guess this this one might be the upset potentially. Uh, with our with our next category like we we could have like one particular show that could start raking things in we never know um, so i guess with that let's roll into the thing that i talk about all the time um and that is music uh whether it's um like a good theme song it's incidental music or it's anything else we all know that music uh, really is like one of the main characters one of the the main things when it comes to um, just TV and film it just it, it adds an extra layer to you know the acting and the cinematography and everything it really creates like an emotional tone um, so with that we're gonna highlight um, these four nominees for best musical moment 
the nominees for Best Musical Moment are... Try and follow my lead. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 bum. Bum, 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 Guard season two opening theme. Trek Prodigy opening theme. Thank you, world opening theme. Her best musical moment is Music Unlocks the Comet in Star Trek Change the World. I'm so happy that one won. It's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. What like a really great moment. Like, how are we gonna solve our problem? Oh, we figured out music. It's it's like such a great way to solve a problem. That's not let's just hit it hard or <laughs> shoot it or something. Like right. like let's let's we're gonna sing a song. <laughs> good old good old just singing scales basically. Yeah. Hard and scaled, yeah. And I love what, what in that scene, like La'an in that moment who's also there is like she's she's like what I would be in that scene, like don't look at me. Like, I'm gonna <laughs> break this thing. You don't want me to sing. That's right. That's right. Yeah, it, it gave us some very early magic for that for that show and while themes are are very important. Very important. They're hundreds of iconic themes out there that particular moment of uh of television of content whatever you want to call it was uh, was particularly magical yeah for sure all right well you know what that means that means that strange new world so far has um has caused the upset now strange new world has won two v'gers this evening two v'gers Two features. So, yeah. So waiting on Discovery to win one. Come on, Disco. Let's go, somebody. Well, <laughs> I mean, it could win some that it might not want. Hmm. <laughs> wow. 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 
Oh. <laughs> hey guys, how you doing? You know, we're we're like what five categories in. How y'all doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. Doing all right. I'm just checking on you. You know. You know. You know what I loved about that last clip? You turned off the video and just let us hear the music yeah, that's to right. set the scene instead of like watching the video that goes along with it, so we can just experience the music. I'll also say this, it, it, it does come into effect a lot where listening through headphones to a piece of music um, really does capture a lot more than just listening to it, say, on even a, a decent surround sound in your living room or your basement or wherever you're watching your your show on. Because there, there were certain, um, you know, bass tones in the Prodigy uh, theme that I just heard there that I haven't heard because I'm watching it on TV. I'm not really watching it through headphones. So if you haven't listened to any of these themes through headphones, do that. You might uh, you might discover a couple of things. Discover, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> Maybe they can discover when. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, mm. shots fired. That's that's a thing. Wow, wow. There is no bias on the show. None, <laughs> none, 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 none at all. Um, well, let's let's take just a brief break, and um, you know whether people are, are watching us live or they're watching on the replay or they're listening to it, you know on their favorite, you know streaming platform or whatever. Let's just do let's just do a brief bit of trivia for a second. Um, you know some of the stuff y'all are probably gonna know. Um, so let's do a which series, like trivia, for a second. We'll just do a few questions, like which series. So here we go. An omnipotent being puts the captain and several crew members on trial as representatives of humanity. Meanwhile, the crew tries to figure out what's so great about this new station Starfleet may use. That next gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, or Enterprise? How do we answer it? chat or just you want us to say it you can just say it, it's fine oh oh that's uh tng there you go it's next gen yeah good job yay encounter at farpoint <laughs> i can't win these games so i'm just gonna allow eric to just uh win <laughs> sure you can david don't count yourself out <laughs> i mean i knew i knew that one too <laughs> oh, mercy All right, well, <clears throat> um, let's see here. Uh, let me find one. Okay, uh, commanding officer is uh, seen as a religious figure. In the last episode of this series, he actually fulfills his destiny as a religious figure by sacrificing himself. Is that Enterprise, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, or Next Generation? It's Deep Space Nine. Let's go, David. David on the board. Here we go. <laughs> I knew that one was too easy for Eric, so I had to really jump in there with the buzzer, you know. Man, Commander. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that episode. If you've, if you've been a follower of this podcast, you know my thoughts on that particular episode, mm. like the finale where he sacrifices himself. That's right. You know, I'm quite fond of it. Indeed. Indeed. Um, okay. Let's do... Um, let's just do one more. 
then we'll, we'll get back to it. So let's see. Um, a captain spends the night um, with the doctor to make sure his or her dog is all right. Is that Enterprise, Voyager, Next Generation, or Deep Space Nine? David? Enterprise. <laughs> Didn't you not see him? Respect the imaginary buzzer. I did it. He first. did it. <laughs> <laughs> I disabled it because I was trying to help you out, David. Oh, man. Thanks, Steve. I prefer to see you as Steve Harvey right now. That's a <laughs> good show. Okay. I'll have to do like a Family Feud or something or Ship Feud or. Starfleet Feud, I don't know. We'll do something. Hey, Family Feud probably has the best final round of any game show ever. The fast money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was there was one clip I was watching. Here's a here's a rabbit trail. Um, I love like getting like those like random like suggestions or whatever, like on Facebook and stuff. And there was one and like this family, they needed like I think it was like eight points or something like that. Like the first person that came like got uh, was it like is it 200 points that you need or is it one? yeah 200, 200 points so yeah it was like 192 points that they got in the first round they all got all the number one answers and this person didn't get a single one right I mean when the first person comes up and gets every number one answer like when you come up to the second time it's like try again try again try again and it can be hard to like in that time crunch to like think of something when you're told try again yeah mm-hmm. well there but we i'll go. bet the next day that second person didn't play the second round again they chose somebody mm-hmm. else yeah probably not probably not <laughs> Lord have mercy all right well let's uh let's keep this this thing going let's let's move on to our next category shall we all right, so we've been highlighting most of the good so far, um, but uh, it's time for some of the like the things that were not so good. Uh, there's some, there were some good episodes this 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 year, and there were some pretty bad episodes, some stinkers, some ones that we came on here and were pretty harsh in our in our rating for uh you know some some shows had a few more bad episodes than the others but our next category is the worst episode lord have mercy oh lord here we go it's gonna be fine it's gonna be fine heaven preserve it's all good First episode. The nominees are All In from Star Trek Discovery. Strange Energies from Lower Decks. Rubicon from Star Trek Discovery. Mukato Gumato from Lower Decks. And Hide and Seek from Star Trek Picard. 
A. And the winner, I guess, question mark? Again? Who could it be? Who is going to win this worst episode? Mugato Kumato from Star Trek Lower Decks is the worst episode. Well, well, well. Well, you, you know, coming? I said on WTF moment that would probably win something, another award. <laughs> yep. Chase was trying to throw me off. But I was pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense. It was a terrible episode. I think, my God, I think all of us gave it like fours, didn't we? I think Chase, you're a little under a four. Yeah, that was like a three eight or something like that. That's yeah, a. It was, it was bad, man. That, that was, was a rough bad. one, for sure. And Eric, uh, I think we need to get you one of those like skinny Bob Barker mics so that you can just <laughs> you can just say, "All right, and." Where's it gonna go on the Plinko board? Which that was, it was just like I just got a vivid vi uh, visual image in my head there as you were saying that. Like, and where's it gonna land? How much are you gonna win today? Well, you see, the thing is, I forgot that when he showed all the clips, I forgot that he was gonna put the little things up. Yeah. I thought it was gonna go right to and the winner is. That's why. That's why that happened. That was so good. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I got to stall for time. We're live. <laughs> yeah, good, good job. Good job, by the way. Oh. I, I also enjoy how we're, we're, we're now talking through the clips. I was so timid the first time around. It's like, do, do, do I need to announce it like a, like a normal person? or uh, No, how about I just stay silent? I will just be very quiet and say the last thing. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, I guess keeping on, you know, with the, uh, um, the, the whole theme of like the not so good stuff, um, Eric and I went to the same high school. Um, and one of the classes that I took all through high school was drama. And, uh, my, my high school drama teacher, uh, Mrs. Botsky, she, uh, she used to say like this. There's a particular type of acting. To, you know, rename this category the Schmacting Award. Um, maybe we'll do that next time. I don't know. Can we? I, I can do that, right? Yeah, Didn't you call it like the Bill Shatner Memorial Award last time? Oh, 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 crap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think you might have. It's possible, I suppose. So. Anyways, we're going to be getting into those moments when it was just over the top with the acting, uh, when when people were just hamming it up, having a good time, and um, and yeah. So let's I guess let's get into it.
right. And the nominees for most overacted moment are Dr. Aspen reveals her true self, Joanne, oh wow, Owusakun, the entire Elysian Kingdom episode, and anything Michael Burnham says. And the winner for most overacted moment is anything Michael Burnham says. Discovery's on the board. <laughs> he did and it. it's Burnham by a mile. <laughs> oh. Oh, I mean, this feels a little harsh. We went it from, does. I mean, we're like, we're like, oh, here's one singular moment of what Michael Burnham said. Here's one singular moment of what one character did. Here's an entire episode, right? <laughs> and then here's just this character existing throughout the entire show. It's like it got small and then just got big. <laughs> like, oh, Sonika Martin Green, we love you, baby. <laughs> oh man, I know Eric and I were were laughing when we were like coming up with like that category at one point um good grief dave what do you think about that man <laughs> uh oh yeah here's my critical analysis of this particular category well the elysian kingdom was kind of meant to be the way it was so i wouldn't have voted for that at all <laughs> dr aspen was was honestly i found that uh kind of funnier uh than anything else i i actually kind of had a lot more fun with that character's like mm -hmm. sinister turn um and then the 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 oh wow moment technically was michael burnham for me so it's actually like she could have won twice so <laughs> i think that that i think it's rigged i think that category was rigged of course you do david <laughs> of course you do <laughs> I like the Dr. Aspen thing was just so mustache twirly for me. It really was, man. <laughs> it was like, Holy she, cow. like she came out in that like black cat suit thing and you're like something fishy about this character. <laughs> <laughs> like and then she's like, I came here for you, Spock. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, your phasers are a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, the thing that like really annoyed me about that episode is that I really liked her. Like I really wanted to see more of her prior to the reveal, right? Like I was yeah. like digging like this whole like ship's counselor, ship's psychiatrist type of thing. And then the reveal happened and it and like the mustache twirling villain thing got turned up to eleven, man. Holy crap. That's all I gotta say about that. A lot of fun. Mm. Are we moving along to the best category? Perhaps. Hey, we're not actually here to make fun of you. We're 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 trying to find the funniest, most LOL moment or lol moment. If you just wanted to read it phonetically, it'd be great. <laughs> you and your dang phonetics, I swear.
to ignore something of statistical significance. I must inform the captain. She has lost all control. I haven't known that yet. Great. And now, we're all gonna die. Not yet. We just gotta fire the torpedoes. Do we have torpedoes? Then the pew 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 button. I don't see a pew 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 button. Just hit them all until it goes pew pew. Lowest setting. Ready? A. Wait. Oh, that really stings. <laughs> and the nominees for funniest most LOL moment, Tom Paris sees Boimler the Kazon, prank calling Armus, giant bank of evil computers, Packlid, red alarm, to Lynn, the Vulcan has lost all control. Keep pushing buttons until pew pew. Una and Leon play Enterprise Bingo, and the winner is. Oh, barely made it through. Una and Leon play Enterprise Bingo. Oh, wow. 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 That I would consider like this an upset. I would consider this an upset. For sure. For sure. Five of the seven nominees were Lower Decks, y'all. That's crazy. And Lower Decks is the only one that's like a comedy. Technically a comedy, yeah. Right. Well, Man, you... I, this is an upset. Well, everybody should know what uh, Commander Eric's favorite one is because like every time we've ever talked about it, he laughed about Boimler the Kazon. I heard I heard his little laugh in the background. That's, that's his right. favorite thing about Lower Decks. It's so fun. It's so good. It's it's like a deep cut, but it's so good. Oh man. I actually appreciate I, I also... the Bank of Evil computers more after our last uh, you know, just sort of uh, retrospective of Lower Decks. I actually appreciate that moment a lot more, but Red Alarm, man, that that one gets me. Yeah. Oh man. Well, that's great. I, I'm I mean I'm pretty happy with it. Like, you know, putting these together, like the the funny moments, I was I was laughing pretty hard. Like just like where to like cut these clips at, like with making these packages and man, like the I think the prank calling Armus and the um Laan and Enterprise Bingo were the ones that made me laugh the most as I was know making these videos and armus is pretty good armus is pretty good hey you look like a big bag of crap <laughs> we're touching your stuff wait what stuff stop touching my stuff <laughs> like that's uh -huh. me i'm like don't touch my stuff <laughs> yeah as yeah, poorly rated as we wound up uh you know giving finally for lower decks it does have some moments yes 
Yeah, first first upset, y'all. Yeah, first I, I would consider that the first like true upset of the night. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, Eric would have would have picked the Kazon. We all know that. Like, well, yeah. I mean, which which one would you have picked, David? Oh, man, I, you know, the red alarm thing still is pretty darn funny to me. I, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. That probably would have been my pick. For sure. For sure. Okay. Ready to move on? Are you? Yeah, I guess we're going to shift gears, right? We, you know, we were we were laughing at Burnham. Now, and then we were laughing with those other categories. And, and this is a hard pivot, but... There's some moments that make you scratch your head and go, WTF. And there are other moments that just, you're like, oh, really? This? That? Like, it's not so much like, what were they thinking? But it's like, really? Like, ah, man. And you just kind of like groan. And you get you get frustrated. And you're like, why do we got to do this? What? Like, this doesn't make any sense. And it's... It's just those moments that frustrate you. And so our next category is the most frustrating moment. libido post libido wait oh is that a sex thing And the nominees for most frustrating moment were Discovery Bridge Crew has nothing to do. Too many songs played by Spiner. Q wants to help? Question mark. Lower deck sex jokes. And Mbenga stops trying to cure his daughter. And the winner is. 
Discovery Bridge Crew has nothing to do. Yep. Yeah, Discovery coming through with the with another win here. Is it a win? <laughs> Is it a win? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's really frustrating. Like we have had four seasons of Star Trek more than any of these other shows. And like we we do we make the joke, the Reese and Bryce who's who and we need to have that episode where we figure them out it's like a joke a running joke but like in all seriousness after four seasons we shouldn't have to make that joke we should know who they are that's right that's right it's like it's very frustrating that the show just is it's michael burnham doing everything and the bridge crew are just incidental npcs mm. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... I remember our discussion about Mbanga and his daughter, and I think we were all fairly frustrated by that ending, you know, because it didn't actually do anything. I can see why some people didn't necessarily pursue that course, though, because it did have a happy ending, in quotations, you know? But it didn't really capture the spirit of, of Star Trek, so... While the bridge crew, that makes a lot of sense to me because obviously we harped on that a lot, but that's more form of a show. That Mbanga one, that really does strike it more the heart of the heart of Trek for me. So, yeah, I mean, y'all y'all have heard me talk about the Mbanga thing, and you know, as much as like the sex joke stuff is a little overdone, I think the one that just gets me the most, like with how frustrating it is, like as a dad is that like I mean I would have voted for Mbanga personally so but like the fact like but to to the point that we've been saying with Disco for quite some time that even season two with Pike you know like roll call come on who is who are people like we still don't know who people are really we really don't with season four you know here so yeah he, to, he did that roll call he did that roll call at the beginning of season two. So theoretically, there have been three seasons of that show where we can figure out who those people are. <laughs> That's a true statement right there. That's a true statement. Now we can just, uh, you know, let them all come on to my swanky pad. We can all just have breakfast together. It'll be great. We can bond. Let's have an omelet, y'all. Let's have an omelet. Hey, you know what else you can do with cold pasta? Put some egg in it. <laughs> oh man all right enough of that you know i th this this is for the extra reel but i almost had an award show gaff just now i just want to take a second to say i did not extend this window enough when eric started talking i had no idea what he was talking about because i was getting ready to move on to our next category <laughs> <laughs> uh, did we get the? Are you? Did we get the wrong envelope for Warren Beatty? Oh no! Oh no! Like, oh no! I'm taking. I'm taking. What is he doing? I'm doing so bad. He's taking my job from me, but I don't even see that category. Where is it? I can't find it. We almost had our Warren Beatty moment. Awesome. <laughs> Good job. Good job, David. Proud of you, bud. 
I stayed quiet long enough to figure it out. Yes. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> hey, what do you think? Now, do you want to talk about the best legacy character yes, moment? Yes, I do. Yes, I All do. All right. Let's roll it. <laughs> Pleasure to have you on my bridge, Lieutenant Paris. Pleasure's all mine, Captain Freeman. Mind if I give her a whirl? I hear these Cali-class engines can purr. Of course. Just don't send us to the Delta Quadrant. Oh, <laughs> We're never too old to be students of our own behavior, John. I have had enough of your stupid patronizing. <laughs> and I've had enough of your obstinacy, your stubbornness, your insistence on changing in all ways but the one that matters. This is not a lesson. It's a penance. The United Federation of Planets. An interstellar union of different worlds and species with shared principles of universal liberty, rights, and equality. Isn't Ambassador Sarakin your father as well? Yes. I believe Severius to be an assumed name. I believe the Vulcan Angel is attempting to free. Is someone I was told to avoid at all costs. My half-brother, Saibo. And the nominees for the best legacy character moment. Guinan and Picard talk love. We'll always have Tom Paris. Q puts Picard through a penance. Hologram Janeway explains the Federation. And Cybok returns. Returns. The winner is Hologram Janeway explains the Federation. Wow. Wow. Um, <laughs> I think we have another upset. I think I would call that an upset too. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, I, yeah, maybe I think that that was the right choice. Okay. I really thought Q was going to come through with that one. Mm. I mean, yeah. Q's return was big. Guinan, I think, was a, oh, look at that kind of moment, you know. But I don't know. Hologram Janeway and everybody's eyes lighting up as she's explaining the Federation. It was just such a perfect little moment, a perfect little animated show. It really was. And... Like you, you also have the Easter eggs too of like seeing like um, you see like a Zachary Quinto Spock in there. By the way, just thought I'd point that out. And you have like a whole slew of like different class starships that are popping up like in wireframe, which was which was pretty cool too. Um, 
I, I remember us talking about that that hologram Janeway thing. Um, what was that episode two, right? Or Prodigy, I think, or yeah, technically three. Three. Yeah, yeah, because like Lost and Found was part one and two, so episode one and two. But, um, but yeah, like I remember us talking about that and just like how cool it was, like having Janeway appear and like finally getting to our hologram Janeway appear and being able to like explain like what the Federation is like to a new generation, like not just our on-screen characters, but to a new generation of, of viewers, like kids, which was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, that might be the right answer, David, but like, man, Q's return was hyped up so much. We got a little, like the, the, the first teaser fair. trailer was just like a playing card burning. And the only thing that left was the little Q for the queen, you know, in the corner and then we were we were like getting ready for it we read a, a book on Q to get ready for it we did a bet like a, a essential Q episode Chase and I recorded that for content like that was hyped up so big mm-hmm. and when he like that was a pretty solid episode that that second episode penance and I I I'm just I'm I am surprised. I I really thought Q was going to take that one. So I think it's an upset. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just glad everybody voting is just cooler. Mm. That's a true story, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Well, we're, we're down to, like, the last, you know, four or five categories for the evening. So, guys, how you doing? You doing okay? I know we had some upsets, y'all. Y'all doing okay? Eric, you okay? I'm good. Okay. I don't know if my heart can take any more. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. I'm heartbroken. <sighs> okay, enough of that. Eric, let's talk about some fist pump moments, shall we? Yeah, like I, I like when we when we came up with this idea like a year and a half ago, Chase and I. Um, this is one of the categories that I'm proud of myself for coming up with as well. Because I was just like, what's the moment that just makes you go, Because I Because <laughs> I remember Chase like did that when we were were uh, recapping Picard season one and on the, the finale when Riker showed up with, with the fleet and in charge of the Shanghai. Chase is like, I was just going crazy in my living room and my wife looked over at me like what are you doing <laughs> just a moment that just gets you excited right and then it happened again when you know the titan showed up in lower decks and he did the same thing again I did the exact same thing <laughs> you know so it's like what are the moments that just make you go like yeah oh you you data you fist pump when you blow up the <laughs> The Klingon ship in Star Trek Generations. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you know, moments that just make you feel good. And you're just like, yeah! And those are what we mean when we say, what's the best fist pump moment? Nicely. 
Whoa! Look at us, looking good. Oh, yep. Whoa. It's your own fault, you know. No one told you to accept a command with baggage. something out only this time he has help did someone ask for help i am hologram janeway your training advisor for exploring the greater galaxy <laughs> Puts on uniforms for the first time. The new Stargazer. Hologram Janeway first appears. Gorn ships go boom, and Rillick puts Burnham in her place. And the winner is. Star crew puts on uniforms for the first time. I think we have another upset. <laughs> See, I don't know. I, I that one I'm interested in why you think that's an upset because that was an epic moment. It really it came together for for that show just so nicely. There yeah, was just like, a, there I, was another cherry on top. I remember watching that episode and like we weren't recording our recaps the same day, but I think I like texted you guys a picture and was like of that scene. I was like, guys, when this scene happened, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I don't think that's an upset, you know, although after seeing the last category and seeing hologram Janeway explain the Federation, I was like, is Janeway going to take both of these? I was kind of thinking that might've happened. I was thinking that well too. I yeah. Mean, I think this is the right moment. I think this is it. This is the, yeah. oh yeah, that was that was because yeah, like it came together perfectly. They were finally a crew. I I think for me it was, and then look, I, I was going nuts over this too. Like I love the fact that we got like the kids in the uniforms. Like that was just awesome. Like we'd been waiting all season for that to happen, pretty much. Like we'd been waiting multiple months for that to happen. By the way. Um, but like the man, that money shot of of the the stargazer, man, that was good. Like seeing the new stargazer for the first time, and also seeing Rios in the center seat too, 
that was pretty good. Like, don't tell me that wasn't good. So, like, I mean, I'm not upset. I mean, I, I say that's an upset for mainly like people watching potentially, but I'm I'm very happy that you know, um, lower or not lower deck, sorry, Prodigy got another um, got another win with the the uniform thing. I think and, you... and don't say it. Sorry, don't say it wasn't satisfying to see Relic like really give it to Burnham. Like no one has really done that. <laughs> like you no. are not the cat's meow. You are not God's gift to Starfleet here. Like. <laughs> That's pretty satisfying. True story. The only thing I'd say is with the Stargazer, you have to know what the Stargazer is. And I think we all have to come to the the sort of realization that not everybody who watches these shows is always going to know what every old reference is. And just to see another ship, it's like, oh, Stargazer. Okay. Eh, Bios is there. I can see that moment being somewhat tempered for some people if they don't kind of know more of the the background of why the ship's important or why the rechristening of a ship is important. Sure. Sure. And before we move on, I gotta say, like, we sang the praises of Anson Mount and Captain Pike all, all year long, and like, the acting he does in that scene when he, when the when he's told the ship explodes like he doesn't say anything but like the expression on his face is like like that was that's amazing acting right there like let's let's give him a lot of credit for that just a simple like facial expression I agree 100% with that 100% okay alright sounds like it's time to uh, go to the best finale so we've talked about best premieres Let's go on to the what's potentially the best finale. Approaching debris field, Captain. Mom, I was being a jerk. I'm sorry. I don't know why I turn everything into a fight. I think it's because one time after the academy, I was in this. No time for emotional bids, Ensign. Also, I was being a jerk, too, and I love you. Aww. Now, post up. We need all the help we can get. Prepare to cut power. That panel is still up. Toilet's got it. Just give him time. We don't have time. Come on. Come on. You have to stop your device. Otherwise, it will destroy our planets as well. And billions will die. Do not let history repeat. ship already. We can't beam over until the shield's down. Quinn should have done that already. Something's wrong. We need to help. Can't help so long as those shields are up. Unless you want to blast our shields to We are not firing on our own ship. Actually, if we aimed this ship's weapons at the shield emitters... That could lower the shields long enough to beam aboard.
mounting a pincer move. Our two ships will slowly drift closer as the Romulans remain unaware. When they pass through the comet's tail, giving us their exact location, we will be in weapons range. Kirk, however, has agreed to my plan to neutralize, not destroy the bird of prey. And the nominees for best finale, first first contact, coming home, a moral star, farewell, the quality of mercy. is a moral star. Wow. That makes me happy, too. It does. I, I gotta say, I mean, because we, we talked about this before, too, but, like, the reception for Equality of Mercy... Mm -hmm. I thought that that one was going to take it. Yeah, I think this is... I, I thought it was, too. Just, I mean, looking at IMDb, like, Equality of Mercy is a 9.3. Wow. On IMDb. Oh, wow. So I, I was... I'm this To me, this is a surprise. Yeah. Wow. I mean, again, the right choice, at least I think for me. For me, but too. definitely surprising. Wow, wow, wow. Wow. That's three in a row, guys, as the ticker on this thing says. Three in a row with Prodigy. I... Wow. Chase, are you surprised by this? No. No? You're not surprised? No. Okay. David and I are surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's always got to be that that one that's like the, the dissenting opinion. Like That's how it always is, you know, like with our ratings. Like, why would it be any different with a live show? I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm I'm very I'm very happy with uh, the fact that Prodigy won. Um, I remember like when we were doing our our weekly recaps, and you know we were talking about Equality of Mercy. I know we had issues with that episode, and like the messaging and um, just some other stuff. Like we were kind of opposite of IMDb, right? Like like Eric said, it was like a it's a nine point three now. I don't know what it actually was when we were doing the thing, like if it was still in the nines or if it was a, a seven or an eight or whatever, but like we were, we were kind of low on the episode. Mm -hmm. um, now, is it good? It's, it's, it's good. I mean, Anson Mount like acts the heck out of, out of it, you know, with all the stuff that he's doing in that episode. But I think Moral Star, I, I mean, we even had issues with Moral Star um, and how that ended, but I think it's, it's head and shoulders above um, some of these others, in my opinion. Yeah, and and I also just to clarify, we are counting like a moral star as one episode, not like part one and part two. At least in my opinion, I was counting yeah. it as like one episode because it really. I mean, like I doubt it was written as two pieces, like the way the first part just abruptly ends. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we are. We're coming into the final two categories. All right. You know, we talked about the bad episodes. We talked about the premieres, talked about the finales. Let's let's keep celebrating. Let's bring it home. Let's feel good at the end. Bring it home with the good, right? There were some really fantastic episodes of Star Trek this past year. 
there are some good ep- there were some good episodes so we came on here and we were like singing their praises yep. and we want to highlight you know we've been between what three and five i think okay funniest one we had seven but yeah <laughs> that's just because we couldn't choose wow. um <laughs> we had like you know six episodes that really stand out and every show deserves to be included in the best episode even if the seasons weren't all that great for some of them everything had a standout episode and something we can consider one of the best episodes of the year for sure Those closest to the blast are most affected in alternating patterns, fastest and slowest, then faster and slower, then fast and slow. Django was closest to the proto-drive, so he was the fastest. Rock was next in line, so she was the slowest. That means... I don't have nearly enough time. The core breach alarm. It's going to explode. I may not be able to build a warp matrix, but I can do the next best thing. You're drawing up schematics so I can pass them on to someone else. Fascinating. A large quantity of water vapor from the comet is entering the planet's atmosphere. If I'm not mistaken, this will permanently change the atmospheric composition of Persephone 3. Change it how? Reducing the planet's aridity will make it more amenable to plant growth, agriculture. But we're missing a key. Maybe the lights are a key. A star map is a 2D rendering to help us navigate 3D space. Maybe the 10 C's light pattern is a map to help us read the hydrocarbons in a specific order? The signal is gone. The enemy ship has been destroyed. Today will be a day of great honor for me. I am filling in at the helm. <laughs> yes, the honor is palpable. Have you not noticed that Commander Tog has been undermining the captain? If so, then he should be killed. Exactly. And the nominees for best episode. The Stargazer, Star Trek Picard. Time Amok. Um, Star Trek Prodigy. Children of the Comet, Strange New World, Species 10C, Discovery, Wedge Dudge, and Memento Mori. And the winner is... Time Amok! Prodigy is on a roll! Prodigy, man, on a roll! For sure. For sure. <laughs> I mean, David. I gave you it a ten. Start here? Yeah. <laughs> I gave that episode a ten. However, with the, uh, 
That one, for some reason, that one shocked me a bit. Like, mm. I figured it would go somewhere. I don't know where, but just somewhere else. But that was, that's crazy. Yeah, that was, I mean, rated the highest I've ever done anything here. Easily favorite episode that I, I it, it just did everything. It, it, it had science, it had sacrifice, it had teamwork, it had working through adversity, it had personal growth and it made a character out of a giant rock. <laughs> and it did it in 24 minutes. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was one of the best written shows I've ever seen. I mean, just for that format and everything, it was great. But I'm, I'm telling you, sometimes people prioritize live action over animation. So I, I'm just, I'm surprised. That's, that's a good surprise though. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know I know that um yeah, Memento Mora, I think when we watched that we were all like I think Chase Chase texted us like in the middle of the day, like, guys, tonight's episode. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't even gotten to watch it yet. So I was like, How okay, I have good big expectations and it was fantastic. Yes and it then, was. You know, we did our rewatch or our or retrospective is the word and man children of the comet just like oh blew God. me away on on, on on like with some distance like that's like everything you could want from star trek yeah well i, th and, I think and, i think me and you both we rated it higher we yeah we both bumped it up significantly so did i well i mean not significantly but i bumped mine up too yeah but we i kind of like anti i know antagonist i kind of like enticed you to like give it a lower rating initially than you wanted to mm -hmm. that's very true you did <laughs> but thanks you know, a lot I, Commander. I, you know we're, we're talking about time and luck and mental more and children the comet but like let's give these other episodes like like they're due i mean the stargazer man that came out of the gate hot picard Boy, did. Did it. It really i did. mean like yeah, yeah it kind of like petered out <laughs> Toward the end because the story didn't really support the season but man that episode came out super strong yes really really good episode um you know wedge dudge i think like is the best lower decks episode ever yep and yeah. for yep. as much as we we have ragged on discovery like there's a lot of good in that episode there like, really is there really yeah. is I mean, there's a lot of good there. So all of those episodes, really, really good quality. Now, Eric, I know you hate hearing this word, but what was the penultimate episode of Disco this year? What it was? Um... Species Ten C. No, was it? Was it ten? Was it Species Ten C or was it? Yeah, that was the pen, the second to last episode. Okay, what was the one before that then? Uh, Rosetta. That was the one where they found the bones on in the hydrocarbons on the planet. Okay. And I know you were not too happy with that episode. I don't know. From what I remember. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, sorry. I was, I know we just did finale, but um, I was just thinking like, you know, I feel like 10C should have been like a finale potentially. Like, even though there was like stuff in there to not make it a finale, but like, it was just like so well done so well done for for you know that that season mm -hmm. and then and then we just like kind of hit the fast forward button with um 
you know, coming home. So yeah, the episode that came after that is pretty forgettable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, like these were these were darn good episodes. And you know, like not too long ago, we were doing our, our retrospective on Lower Decks, and I think was it pre-show when we were doing that just kind of peeking behind the curtain for a second um i think eric was like doing some on the fly math and averages and stuff like he normally does and i think like our our best episode list maybe shifted a little bit didn't it yeah we we did some re-ratings of um of the strange new worlds and the, and the lower decks uh and and some things changed right peeking more behind the curtain i i ranked all of the episodes in order from 1 to 52 over this past year based on how we ranked them and yeah there were some ch- there were some changes at the top based upon uh some re-rankings that we did yeah well guys we are um we're at the final category and it's been a doozy of a night um so far um uh, Eric, if you wouldn't mind, would you just kind of give us the rundown of, like, what, like, what shows have, how many awards to their name? Yeah. So leading leading the pack tonight with a total of five wins, a, a credible four in a row, is Star Trek Prodigy. Wild, wild. Tailing just behind it is Star Trek: Strange New Worlds with three wins. Um, both Lower Decks and Discovery are tied with two wins apiece and Picard is bringing up the rear with just one V'ger so far wow hey at least he got one yeah for most underused character <laughs> uh, uh, turn a negative into positive silver linings <laughs> good job Lieutenant Commander good job um you know we've we've joked and we've had we've had a good time you know both on tonight's award show but also you know in the the year of content creation that we've been doing like doing recaps week after week and hanging out and talking trek and you know doing twitter polls and you know stuff like that which i know eric lives for is the twitter poll um there are no twitter polls tonight eric i'm sorry i know missed opportunity right there um but I think, you know, the thing that we've done um, in most of the shows this year have been the Delta, right? Like the Delta, we've looked at the different divisions of Starfleet and how like th- those divisions have been represented represented in the um, story itself. And that's kind of what we're going to be doing in this last category um, in a way. In a way, you know, like the Delta, we look at like how well, like the command division, the science division and the operations division, which, you know, includes like your security, your engineering um, type of stuff, how well those are, you know, incorporated into the storyline. And when when we were first cooking up um, the first TRTV awards, um, this idea of how well is Gene Ronberry's vision being represented um, in this current era of Trek, um, or what we might perceive it to be in this era of Trek. And, you know, one of, like, his nickname was the Great Bird of the Galaxy. So that's why this award is in his name and his honor. 
So we're we're looking at, um, you know, there are fifty-two-ish episodes, right? To to be able to go through to curate, um, but of the fifty-two, we've come up with three, um, three nominees that perhaps best represent, you know, his, Gene Roddenberry's utopian vision of the future, like with humanity improving. Um, getting along, thinking, you know, just advancing and cooperating and just the stuff that we would probably come to expect with Star Trek. So that this is the final category of the night as we honor um, a year's worth of Trek uh, with its founder, Gene Roddenberry, with the Great Bird of the Galaxy Award. for maximum warp. I just want to say, I know you never thought you were Starfleet material, but today you're risking everything on a seemingly impossible mission to save others, to bring hope to a hopeless cause. Nothing's more Starfleet than that. Initiating maximum warp. That right up until the very end, life is to be worn gloriously. Because... Until our last moment. The future is what we make it. So. Let's go to war with each other. Or. Join our Federation of Planets. And reach for the stars. And the nominees for the Great Bird of the Galaxy Award are Species 10C from Discovery, A Moral Star from Star Trek Prodigy, and Strange New Worlds from Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And the winner for the Great Bird of the Galaxy Award is... Strange New World. Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Woo! Yeah, um, maybe just give, like, I want to just give, like, a rundown of, like, to me, what those episodes mean and why I feel like they're contenders for this award here. Like, I, we have the winner, Strange New Worlds, from Strange New Worlds. Uh, like, the idea is, yeah, you can fight each other, blow each other up. I, I really don't care. Like, if that's what you want to do, you're going to find a way to blow each other up. 
but maybe there's another way to solve your problems, right? Maybe we can solve them by talking to each other and we can reach for something bigger. And that's the idea of the Federation is that when we come together, you know, we're stronger and we can, we can work through our problems that way. And, uh, and I think that's just a fantastic message. And, and I'm certain that's why this episode is the winner here and, and very deserved. Um, if you look at like a moral star, you know, here we are, like, we're going to help people that like can't help themselves or people that are being oppressed. And the mission of the Federation is to help, to help people. Like we want to go out there, we want to help. And yeah, it might be like a trap. We might not be able to make it out, but you know, we're going to go in there and help because it's the right and moral thing to do. Yeah. And then Species 10C, I feel like I just said it on the last, it was nominee for best episode. Like, when you hear Space, the Final Frontier, these are the mis- the voyages of the Star Trek, Starship Enterprise, its mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilizations. Like, that is, we're explorers. We're seeking out this life, and we're trying to communicate. We're trying to make first contact in whatever way possible and may, hey, maybe that's a struggle but we're going to try to find a way to do that and I just yeah. think that episode handled that situation incredibly well for sure for sure yeah the I, I know I, I know we said this earlier you know with when it like shows up shows up as a nominee like we've been kind of you know ragging on um, Discovery but I think the fact that we have a discovery episode in as a nominee for the great bird of the galaxy award is pretty good in the grand scheme of things. And it's nothing to like, you know, um, shake your head about, you know, um, like species 10 C was like really good. Like I remember like we were all like, wow, wow. Good job. Disco. Here we go. Like, can we have more of that please? more of that please yes um and then of course like with a moral star like you know willing to put put it all out on the line and have like these kids these these young folks right that have started to have like some confidence in themselves and like grow and like truly become a a a, a family aboard the protostar right like truly um, and learn about each other. But man, like that speech at like that, I don't even know what like the, like a Capitol building or something, whatever that is, holy shnikes, like that is just next level. And I think somehow that scene, right? Like that, what, five minute scene maybe, somehow encapsulates what we, I think have all experienced to varying degrees as Star Trek fans of like what we look for, what we hope for, and and especially like what I think Gene was really trying to get at uh, by creating Star Trek, even if it did start out as wagon train to the stars, like it grew and it became so much more, which I think is the very idea with Star Trek that it can, that you can grow and become so much more. Yeah. And I think um, we, we've talked a lot about strange new worlds as a series 
being far more on brand with Star Trek as a whole, feeling a lot more like Star Trek used to. And I think that it's it's important. And I, I think historically we've given relatively high ratings to most series premieres. But this one, it, it encapsulated not only what Star Trek should be, but what the what the series as a whole was built to do was the message that it was trying to build throughout the series. Now, you get some little tiny bumps here and there. We, we get that. But it was such a strong start to something that I, I think we're all probably... I mean, Prodigy is, is up there for, for us, I think, too, but probably most excited about seeing more of. Species 10C, you know, how, how many times have we kind of harped on Discovery for not discovering? I mean, that's Eric's joke. We're on a ship called Discovery, and we're not discovering squat. Um, we're not even discovering ourselves. <laughs> so uh, I think it was great to to throw the formula that they had out the window, at least for an episode, and show us that this crew could get mathematical, get scientific, do something that we that makes us think that you know the the one sort of uh, division a lot of times be between like say Star Wars and Star Trek is in Star Trek you think more in Star Wars you feel it's it's more about the feeling of the thing and it's good to think it's good to pre push your brain and, and continue to go and then a moral star we've said enough about Prodigy that's an absolute banger it, is, it, was, it was a home run straight out of the gate they did it one hell of a job with that show. But I think you could have picked either of these three shows and have been pretty pretty well off, but I think the right decision was made. Strange New Worlds, I think, per, oh, almost perfectly encapsulates everything that Star Trek has tried to do from the start. Sure. And I, and I think if you look at that particular episode one, our first award of the night and our last award of the night, best premiere and great bird. And I, I think, you know, understandably so. If you think about a premiere, right, it, it is the start of the show. It's introducing us to the premise of this. And it's, it's like, could be like a reintroduction or an entry point for a lot of people as like a premiere. And it, it's such a good episode because it does encapsulate everything that you think about when you think about Star Trek and I you know yes there's a little bit of a backstory with with Pike here and Spock but I think if you're looking for an entry point to Star Trek like and you're you're a new a new potential watcher I think it's a pretty good place to start 100% 100% and I, I've said this um, I can't remember how many times I've said this, but I don't really care how you get into Star Trek. Just get in, right? Just find something that you like, consume it, and then start exploring other stuff, you know? Um, so if that means you start with Prodigy and then you, you know, meander over to uh, Voyager, which I think is probably a good one-two step sort of thing with, the, with Janeway being in there, um, that's cool. Um, but just, you know, I think that's, I mean, that's what happened to me. Um, you know, I started out, I've talked about this on the show, where I, I started out watching um, Next Generation 
pretty much every day after I got home from college um, on Spike TV. And after watching that, I got a hold of Eric and I was like, hey, you have you have like some of this stuff, right? Like, can I can I watch this stuff? And like he, he let me watch um, I think it was like Voyager first and then it was on my bootleg DVDs. <laughs> it's it's with it's, it's statute of limitations. <laughs> Your mom's an attorney. <laughs> <laughs> um, and eventually, like, that's how I, I watch TOS and like everything else, pretty much. Um, so, yeah, like we're again, another thing I've said before, which I've borrowed this phrase from um, one of my dear friends who also podcasts, but, you know, we're not here to yuck your yum. Like if you like a show and we don't like it, just like it, you know, so any uh, any final thoughts, guys, before we we call it a day before we end this thing? Yeah, I got to say, like putting together these video clips was a lot of fun going back and, and finding the little pieces to put together yeah. and make these. It's always fun to reminisce over what we've been doing for the past year. But I think if you look at the winners from tonight, you know, Prodigy's the big winner with with five awards and uh, Strange New Worlds following right behind with four. And those are those were the two best shows this year. I think we're all, all three of us are in unanimous agreement on that. Um, and so it makes sense that they were, you know, they were the big winners tonight. Um, if you look at, you know, uh, Lower Decks, it won two awards, and that was Worst Episode and WTF Moment. Both for the same episode, right? Dang, <laughs> it, it couldn't even it couldn't even get the funny or the 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 funniest, funniest slash most lulled moment, you know, and that's what it was supposed to be there for. And, and you look at like Discovery, and it won two awards, but it was like overacted moment for just Burnham being Burnham, and like frustrating moment for us not knowing who the crew are. And then Picard with its little... I feel like Picard got, like, lost in the shuffle this year, I feel like, because it was in it was in the middle, right? It was, like, the... Maybe it was toward the end. I don't know. It was the... Maybe it, was, it felt like it was in the middle, but the fact that it started so strong and just was kind of, like, meh by the end, I think it was kind of forgotten about when Strange New Worlds premiered, like, at the same time it was ending. And it's like... Oh yeah, Picard happened in there, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, Picard was sandwiched between Discovery and Strange New Worlds for sure. Uh huh. And yeah, it just kind of was like it got. I think I do think it got forgotten about because it was it wasn't like overtly bad. Like I think Lower Decks and Discovery were. It was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like I, 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 I maybe I'll tune in for one or two episodes, maybe in the future yeah yeah okay well guys all y'all in listener land and viewer land and whatever land you occupy thanks for tuning in thanks for thanks for listening to um, our our little show um as we as we award you know the all this star trek stuff so um um while we have everyone's attention um dave do you want to put a quick plug in for for your show Oh, God, no. Why would anybody want to go listen to uh, to the Contingency Plan podcast wherever you find podcasts if you want, you know, good quality Star Wars-related material? 
the, the contingency plan pod, podcast yeah yeah go, go find it go go listen to it they talk books from time to time sometimes sometimes very rarely it's fine all right guys yeah, well thank you as always for for being on the show and doing this stuff and thank you to um all the the listeners all the the viewers all the people doing this thing appreciate you this show wouldn't be what it is without y'all so thank you thank you thank you thank you um you know the way that we usually we end this thing is you know we we say stuff right like some kind of like you know sign off or something i guess i should do that right am i doing that i don't know what to do without a twitter poll i know i'm disappointed i don't get to do my twitter poll voice (laughs) (laughs) i don't even know why like how i like how that came to be a thing but it's like a thing now it really is Really, For a man is. who's never been on Twitter, you get awfully excited about those Twitter polls. It's because I've never <laughs> been on there. Like I have to live and experience Twitter <laughs> this way. That's the only way I can experience Twitter is through these polls on this podcast. Oh man. Okay. No, but well, I do want to say thank you to all the people that that listened to us ramble throughout the year, and there was definitely some rambles. Mm. <laughs> Was the boy band one this year or was that the year prior? I mean, I, I've just, I've looked at our, our listener numbers and, and I, you know, man, some of the, we're doing good. We're not like, you know, some of the like in Belgium that listen to us fancy podcast. I product. We're not the Joe Rogan experience, right? With its yes. millions of listeners, yes. but we're doing good for ourselves. And I, I appreciate all the people listening to us. Yeah. sit here and ramble about this show and all the people that that voted for the these awards here tonight yeah 100 all right well we hope that y'all y'all enjoyed the award show um that you enjoyed this this special episode of these are the voyages uh, we'd love to hear from you um of course and um and what you thought about um the winners of the different categories and just you know the show in general so uh, we are on all the things, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at TRTVPod. And also check us out at TRTVPod.com. We can learn more about us there. You can even make a, a show suggestion um, under our Hailing Frequencies uh, tab. Leave, leave us a comment there. Um, and if you are liking like our, um, like our live streams that we're doing when we do awards mainly, um, and you want more of it, let us know that too. Like we might be able to, to pull something off more regularly than you know once a year or whatever um but other than that you know if you want to support the show you know you want to um help you know keep the dilithium in the dilithium chambers and prevent a burn from happening you can do that um <clears throat> by supporting us on uh, patreon.com and there's a link to that on our website um other than that if you want to send us a message directly um open up hailing frequencies and enter in coordinates to trtvpod at gmail Com. You can also send us a voice-only transmission to 817-752-4757. There is a three-minute limit, so uh, be quick about it. Otherwise, you know, there might be some weird damp sign curve that, you know, where time runs amok, basically. Um, other than that, if you want to mail us something, you know, like Pike's Peak, you know, gel, I would love that so I can have a sweet cough, uh, whatever it is good quaff (laughs) wow words are hard a good quaff like uh like captain pike um i would love that um make sure you enter you send that to lone star station p.o box 2455 azel texas that's a-z-l-e 76098 hey wait wait 
Okay, keep going, sorry. Say the, say the thing. You just interrupted me. I'm sorry. <sighs> I thought you were done. Goodness. Anyway, as we leave here today, may you always wait, wait, remember- Wait, 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 hold on. Before you say that thing, right? I thought you were gonna finish the number. I just wanna say to the, the amazing women in our lives who let us sit here, right? <laughs> All these nights while they sit out in the other room, right? Michelle, Ashley, and Raquel, like, thank you for letting us do this and be just little kids. Eric, I know, I, I know like you're sitting over there and you're like really far away from me, but you have a little brown right <laughs> oh, in your neck. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously though seriously yes thank you ladies for letting us live out our boyhood fantasies and being captains and commanders of starships appreciate it can i commander can i finish my yes go, go ahead go ahead lieutenant commander do you have anything that you want to say before i try and finish Okay. Oh, no, nothing. I was just going to, you know, just be quiet for a while. I'm good. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. All right, everyone. As we leave here today, may you always remember to boldly go and make it so. <laughs>